Pastors Roundtable. Good evening, this is Pastor Omar Rivera with 915 Pastors Roundtable in El Paso, Texas. Welcome everybody. I hope everyone had a great week. Uh, I'm here uh, with my wife and she is going to join us uh, in sharing a song uh, that she has selected for this evening. Uh, here we go. Lie you won't 
tear down coming after me there's no shadow you won't light up mountain you won't climb up coming after me there's no wall you won't kick down lie you won't tear down coming after me there's no shadow you And I don't deserve it Still you give your love away Oh, the overwhelming Never-ending Reckless love of God Thank you. Thank you to my wife, Nancy, for, uh, for that song. Man, it's like reckless love of God. Amen. I love that song. I love that song. I think uh, my daughter-in-law loves it, too. And my daughter loves it. It's just one of those songs that, that man, it touches you straight to the soul. Uh, straight to the soul. Hey, well, it's, it's uh, February 25th, 2021. And we are here in El Paso, Texas, uh, where the weather has been great so far. Uh, listen, last not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before on Valentine's Day, uh, I was out doing traffic control for the El Paso Marathon. I think like only about 35, 40 people showed up, somewhere around there. And um, man, it, it was freezing out, and we had a blizzard snowstorm here. And, and then it lasted like till all day Sunday, Monday it was cold, and the next thing you know it went away. Um, I talked about that last week. Um, this is a <coughs> excuse me, a, a great week that we've had out here in El Paso. The good weather uh, is a great uh, change for for the year. It looks like we're already starting to get into the warmer spring type weather, and, and temperatures like about in the seventies. Other than that. Uh, I guess the border town of El Paso is getting ready for some uh, new people coming into the city, into the country, through the state of Texas. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, they, they are going to be uh, letting uh, new people coming through to the border um, and uh, trying to get their uh, political or uh, political asylum here in the United States. So a lot of the uh, nonprofit organizations, 
such as like Ascension and a lot of you know, churches and things like that in the community is trying to get together, trying to support them and, and getting blankets and pillows and donations of water and food, uh, things like that. So if you find it in your heart to uh, donate, hey, get out there and, and donate to some of these nonprofit organizations. They really need your help, uh, either financially or with food or clothing, blankets, jackets, coats, things that you don't need no more that are sitting in your closet and you have no need for them. Uh, please give them, give them a hand. Uh, they, they're in need of, uh, of those uh, items. E- even like toiletries, you know, like toothbrush, toothpaste, um, soap, hand sanitizers, wipes, things like that that they would need to, to survive. Like don't forget like things like chapstick and, and you know, socks. Socks is always important, you know, things like that. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, they're coming back and they'll, they'll be coming in through tomorrow Tomorrow they're expecting a large number of people coming into through the border uh, from all the way from uh, California through the state of Texas down to Brownsville. And so we're going to have a big influx of people uh, coming in, just like we had a couple of years ago uh, when uh, uh, President Trump was uh, in office. Uh, we're having the same, the same thing again. Um, they're going to be uh, political asylum seekers uh, seeking to coming to the United States for political reasons, and they're right now currently in Mexico across the border and holding up there and waiting to get their papers reviewed and things like that. So pray for those people. They need help. They need, they need, they need God. They need, uh, um, uh, they need God in their lives. They need help with uh, all the needs that they, they need for those uh, uh, nonprofit organizations and stuff. <clears throat> uh See here, we have a family, uh, the Howarth family, is talking about that to pray for the family. We all have COVID. Uh, we'll pray for you at, after the the Bible study um, is over, and we'll lift you guys up. Okay. Um, we're gonna go to Romans chapter fifteen. Romans chapter fifteen. That's where we're we're heading out into the day. Hey, we're almost done with the book of Romans. Um, afterwards, uh, we're going to be doing. Uh, some topical uh, stuff, some topical studies. Uh, it's either, uh, you know, scriptures, uh, pastoral stuff, maybe some discipling, a little bit of everything. You know, I don't want to try to keep it all and just uh, uh, bog down into one uh, Bible study. But it, it, the Bible is, is uh, what they say, sola scriptura. That means like only the Bible. The, right, the word is all in all. All right. Last week, uh, we left off in verse 14. So let's go to the Lord in prayer real quick. And Father God, we just come before you, Father, and uh, asking you to prepare the minds and hearts of everyone who are listening to my voice here on Facebook or on my podcast, Father. We ask, Father God, that you uh, prepare them for this word that we're about to receive, may be be meat to their spiritual man. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Last week we uh we left off in verse 14 of chapter 15 and verse 14 it says uh, my brothers and sisters I myself am convinced about you that you are uh, you also are full of goodness filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another okay so he's he's acknowledging uh, Paul's acknowledging some of the Roman Christians that that they have knowledge they're filled with the spirit uh, they they know what they're doing and they're able to help one another in growing in the word of God and and that's what we talked about last week about having um 
having uh, people uh, encouraging one another and discipling one another. That's why some of the young people in our churches, I'm not talking about like young in age. I'm talking about young in the Lord and their walk with the Lord, right? That <clears throat> sometimes they leave church because they don't know what's going on. They're, they're not being discipled. So we need people to disciple them. We need people to, brothers and sisters who have that knowledge, can go, go and uh, go out there and reach out to these young brothers and sisters. Amen? In verse 15, it says, Nevertheless, I have written to remind you more boldly on some points because of the grace given me by God. To, in verse 16, it says, To be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, serving as a priest of the gospel of God by by, purp uh, by my purpose is that the Gentiles may be an acceptable offering sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Amen? And uh, as we're talking about this here, let's explain some of it. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, Paul is confident and fully convinced that his fellow brothers and sisters in Christ uh, have good morals and values uh, and that they are able to, to uh, communicate and instruct people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, he, <clears throat> uh, he wants to uh, have the uh, people uh, to be forgiven of sins and to be baptized, just like he was. All right? Remember, he was on the road to Damascus in a, in a, in a position of persecuting the church. And then on, on the road of Damascus, he encountered uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. He was blinded for several days, and then a disciple went to him, prayed over him, the scales fell off his eyes, he was baptized and taught about the gospel of Christ and who Jesus was. And from then on, he has become a leader in the church and a, a, uh, a minister to the Gentiles. The Jews first, and then the Gentiles. And so, um, he has heard from others that you are very knowledgeable and that you know these things so well that you could teach them to others. Yet, I have spoken to you quietly, Quite, quite boldly on important points in several parts of this letter. Let me explain why. First, since you are very knowledgeable of the truth, I spoke boldly to remind you of and focus your attention on the truth that you already know. Second, I spoke boldly to you because God's grace has called me, making it my ambition to be a servant of Christ Jesus to the Gentile. God has given me this priest-like duty of proclaiming His good news of Christ. He gave me this duty so that the Gentiles, through the, their faith in Christ, might be an offering acceptable to Christ, as they are made holy through the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit. Man, that's happening today, every day. Every day, new people are coming to Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we need brothers and sisters to get out there and, and, and get out there and teach these young uh, brothers and sisters about following the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and being an example, you know, um, I, I was listening, I think it was like yesterday, about uh, being uh, an example so that people can, when they see you and they hear you speak and, and how you conduct yourself, they, they know that something's different about you. And, and you got to, you have to be that. You have to, you have to be uh, different. You have to set yourself apart from this world. See, this, this world is full of... Uh, of sin and 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 distrust and uh, broken relationships, uh, idolatry, uh, lust of the flesh, and these are the things that separate you from God. 
you know, I, I wrote a I wrote a paper on um, on Saint Francis. It was one of my papers I had to do at at, at school, and he was one of these guys who he didn't want to be a leader of a bunch of brothers who wanted to be monks like him. He he just wanted to serve God alone. He was more of an introvert. He was one of those guys that just wanted to be out in the wilderness, in the woods, in the forest, without any any ties to the world. And, and um, today I was listening to a, a person by the name of James Kim and how he was explaining how today... today Scriptures tell us to set ourselves apart from the world. We are no longer uh, in the world. We are, uh, we are in this world, but we are not part of it. We, we, need to be known, we need to know that we are part of the kingdom of God. And so therefore, if we're part of the kingdom of God, we need to have that separation from the world. People should not look at us and say, wow, this guy is just like, he's a Christian, but he's the same old, same old. They still drink, he still smoke, he still curses. You got to be separated from the world. Amen. You got to be separated from the world. People need to know that you're a kingdom, citizen of the kingdom of God, not a citizen of the kingdom of this world. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Let's continue reading in, uh, in verse uh, uh, 17. Therefore, I have reason to boast in Christ Jesus regarding what pertains to God. In verse 18, for I would not dare say anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, my word, by word, excuse me, and deed for the obedience of the Gentiles. 19, by the power of the miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's spirit, as a result, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ from Jerusalem all the way around Elysium. Verse 20, my aim, Illyricum, Illyricum, is we're talking about the, the Mediterranean area, uh, the Gentiles, all those people like, you know, in Italy and, you know, uh, uh, Galilee and Syria and stuff like that. Those are all his, his ways. Of, that wherever he went, he, he proclaimed uh, Jesus Christ, okay, the gospel of Christ. Uh, in verse 20, my aim is to preach the gospel where Christ has not been named so that I will not build on someone else's foundation. But it, as it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. Okay, so uh, let's, uh, let's expound on that there. Uh, in verse uh, 16, uh, he wants to be a servant of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, uh, that God has given him his duty. Uh, so that the Gentiles, through their faith in Christ, might be an offering, an offering acceptable to God. We, we spoke on that. As I reflect on this, on all that Christ Jesus has done during my service to Him, I am excited and proud of all that He has done among the Gentiles. And I will not be bold to speak of any accomplishments as though they were my own. See, He never took credit for any of that. He always kept credit to where credit was due. When He spoke about the gospel of Jesus Christ, it was because of the Holy Spirit. And he gave credit to God. He gave glory to God for every person that got saved. Uh, and this is just like here on, on my uh, Facebook page and on my YouTube channel. You know, this is not about me. It's not about, you know, me getting numbers. You know, it's about, it's about preaching, uh, sharing the word, teaching. And, and so that way, if there's any, just one or two out there that listen, hey, you know what? That's one or two that is listening. 
that's going to get a message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> so, um, I can only speak for what Christ has done through me to my accomplishments. His larger goal among the Gentiles, leading them to follow and obey God. God has used what he has uh, said and done and has put his power on display through miraculous signs and wonders that accompany his word and has used the power of the Spirit of God to lead people to follow and obey the truth. That is what it is to obey and, and uh, the word. Okay? I, I always say it's... Uh, uh, faith equals believing and obeying. That's what faith does. Faith has you to believe, and if you believe, you will obey the word of God. As uh, John, uh, as Paul reflected on what God has led him to do thus far in his service to him, he feels that he accomplished a vital phase of the work that has called uh, that was called for him to do, from Jerusalem and all around the immediate Gentile Mediterranean world. Okay, all around that Mediterranean. The gospel is being preached, <clears throat> not uh, excuse me, not only by him, but by the other disciples also. Mark, Paul, uh, Mark, um, Barnabas, uh, uh, all these uh, Timothy, uh, all these guys are, are out there spreading the the gospel. Bartholomew, Matthew, uh, John, uh, they're they're all out there sharing the gospel. Peter. Uh, you know, there's followers of them, and, and then there's other people that are joining them, and uh, Apollos, uh, right? There's there's a lot of people who are sharing the gospel, amen? Amen. So, in, in verse 22, it says, this, That is why I have been prevented many times from coming to you, but now I no longer have any work to do in these regions, and I have strongly desired for many years to come to you. Verse 24, Whenever I travel to Spain, for I hope to see you when I pass through and to be assisted by you for my journey there, once I have first enjoyed your company for a while. And uh, uh, verse 22, it, it, it talks about that, that he was wondering why, uh, if, you, if they were wondering, right, the Romans, why he hasn't come to visit them, was because he was busy out preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to all these people in the Mediterranean area. And now... And he wants to go on and go towards Spain. So, but before he gets to Spain, he needs to stop at Rome and, and talk to them and, and get help from them so that they can help him with financial needs for, for going to establish other groups of, of people of the way there in Spain. The thing was is that he never made it. Unfortunately, uh, he, he uh, succumbed to uh, imprisonment and later on he was executed. <clears throat> but now I have finished my work in these regions and I'm in transitional phase of my ministry. After many years of longing to visit you, I'm finally able. My plans for the near future is to go to Spain and on my journey to Spain, I hope to stop and visit with you for a while and on the way after I have had the pleasure of enjoying your company, I also hope to gain your logistical support for many missionary endeavors. So that's what, that's what they did, right? See, when the disciples went around, they collected offerings to help build the church to help go and establish churches in other areas, to help the disciples uh, move about the country uh, and, and have finances to help support them, and also to help the church in Jerusalem. A lot of the offerings that talked about that these disciples uh, gathered always brought money back to Jerusalem, back to the main church, back to where uh, the money was needed the most in Jerusalem. Amen? Amen. And so we'll continue reading uh, in verse 26. Uh, 
verse 25, it says here, right now I'm traveling to Jerusalem to serve the saints. Okay? And that's what that's what he uh, his intentions were, to serve the saints. Uh, uh, the Lord's people there, he has to deliver gifts to them. And the reason the Gentiles and followers of Christ is the wealthy areas of Macedonia and Achaia were eager to make a tangible contribution to help support the poor among the followers of Christ in Jerusalem. They talked about that here in verse 28. So when I have finished this, uh, this and safely delivered the funds to them, I will visit you on the way to Spain. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessings of Christ. All right. Verse 28, uh, it talks about that he's ready to go and visit. And that uh, once he delivers the money to, to Jerusalem, he's ready to pack it up and, and travel again. And that's what, that's what he did. The majority of the time was traveling about uh, going to, to get the Jews that were spread out through all the Mediterranean area, all Galilee and Syria uh, in, in Rome and Antioch uh, and those, those places, Damascus, and, 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 and try to get them to understand who Jesus Christ was. Amen? And to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if they didn't accept him, then, of course, he went on to the Gentiles. Amen? Amen. Uh, verse 30, it says, Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, through our Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit to strive together with me in fervent prayers to God on my behalf. In verse 31, Pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea, that my ministry to Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, and that my, by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed together with you. In verse 33, may the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Um, soon, uh, it says here in the reading, uh, it says, As soon as I have completed this task, making sure that Jerusalem believers understood, understand that the Gentiles have made this loving gesture as an expression of their love and unity in Christ with them, then I will begin my journey towards Spain, and I will stop to visit with you along the way. You know, that's, what, that's a lot of problems there, right, that, that Paul had discussed a lot about the Gentiles uh, coming to Jesus and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. A lot of the Jews didn't believe in that. A lot of the Jews couldn't understand why a God would uh, offer himself to the, to the Gentiles. How can the Gentiles also receive Christ as their Savior? They didn't understand that. And, and Paul had to go and teach them and tell them about the Gentiles and how he went to uh, Cornelius' house and how this, this Roman centurion uh, received the Holy Spirit and was baptized and speaking in tongues. You see, so he had to tell the people. He was like, he was giving testimony and being a witness to the Gentiles' conversion to Christianity, right? And he was giving these examples and, and giving this to the Jews uh, because they just couldn't understand. They, they thought that, you know, it was only for the Jews. Yes, it was for the Jews first, but when the Jews rejected Jesus on the cross and, excuse me, and crucified him, uh, then uh, the gospel went out to the rest of the world. Amen. Uh, it's, it goes on to here to say, as soon as, um, uh, in verse 29, I eagerly anticipate the time of my arrival with you in Rome, because by that time I will have given those in Jerusalem the Gentiles gifts. And I will, able, I will be able to enjoy the full measure of the spiritual encouragement, joy, and favor that Christ will give to us during our time together. Amen. During our time together. 
But as much as I anticipate the future time of my visit, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I have an urgent prayer request for you in present. By the authority of and the will of our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Holy Spirit forces among us, I urge you to join me in the struggle of my missionary work by praying uh, to God for me. I would like to ask you to pray for two things specifically. First, pray that I keep safe from unbelievers and those who disobey God in Judea and as I have encountered issues with them in many past travels. Second, pray for that. Now pray that the followers of Christ in Jerusalem will accept the financial gifts and donations that I am bringing to them from the Gentiles, that they will not refuse it coming from the hands of the unholy and unclean Gentiles. You see how the, the, there was problems there, right? Not only was not only was Paul having to worry about traveling around uh, uh, Judea and 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 going to unbelievers and trying to preach the gospel to them, and then being stoned, being beaten up, and you know, thrown out of cities, and he walk, he gets up and walks back in. You know, uh, uh, he went through a lot, and and shipwrecked, and and I mean, man, I mean, the guy just had all kinds of problems. But you know what? He he just lived by faith. He lived by faith. He believed and he obeyed. You see, and that's what changed his whole life. His whole life changed because of that. Okay. And, and, and so he's trying to he's trying to let the brothers know, hey, pray for me because these are the things that I'm going through, right? And just just like you know, we are today. Today we ask people to pray for us because we're going through some stuff, right? I mean, look at the rest of uh, Texas, you know, uh, with powder outages uh, and no water and no food and no electricity, and they're pointing fingers left and right, right? Look at the government in, in Washington, D.C. They're still pointing fingers at Trump. Uh, they're still pointing fingers at, at this police uh, chief and that person over there for the, the, the riot that it caused on the 6th of January where the protesters rammed through the, the Capitol building trying to find who fault it is. We're living in some hard times. We're living in difficult times. The scripture says that these things will come. And they hated Jesus, and guess what? They're going to hate you too because you're a Christian, because you're a follower of Jesus Christ. They're going to they're going to to want to, you know, hurt you and harm you and talk all kinds of things about you, backstab you, find fault in you. You know, look at look at a, a Daniel. You know how he was in a high position in Babylon, and and some of the, the set traps. <clears throat> wanted to um, get rid of him because he was going to be going up for a position on a promotion, right? And so what did they do? They, they conspired together to do, to create a law that would be against his religious uh, uh, customs and doctrine. So they created a law for three days with the king of, uh, of, uh, of Babylon about about that for 30 days they everyone could only pray and worship the king but Daniel always prayed three times facing towards Jerusalem to God and when they found out that he was doing that they reported him and they put him in the lion's den and that's the story of the lion's den in a nutshell right people didn't like him and there's people out there that don't like you because you're a Christian a Bible thumper, uh, a goody two-shoe, um, judging people, uh, critiquing people because of their 
beliefs and their worldly views and worldly uh, culture that they are living in, right? And so, so, so that's what he's asking. He's asking for the prayers for for safety, for being around unbelievers, and and that the Jews would accept the offerings and gifts from the Gentiles. Remember, the Jews and the Gentiles, they do not mix. And so he was hoping that, that they would pray that they would accept these gifts from around the, the Mediterranean area. All this money and gifts that they was, he was bringing back uh, to them so that they can continue on the church in Jerusalem. Amen? Amen. And so... Uh, once this work has been accomplished by the will of God, I will be able to come to you in the fullness of joy. I look forward to being spiritually refreshed and encouraged by visiting you. But until then, my prayer for you is that God, who is the source of, of and giver of peace, may be with you, and may it always be so. So, this is the, uh, the end of chapter 15. And, and listen, uh, you see, uh, Paul Paul's... Uh, uh, he's just been been running around trying to to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to to the Gentiles and the Jews, right? And bringing gifts back to Jerusalem. And uh, it, it wasn't so long later on after this in this area. Uh, I think um, uh, if I get it right here, uh, let me see if um, I just wanted to uh, share. Um, a date and time, a, a time frame of this here. I, I said it in the beginning. I said it in the beginning of, of the book of Romans. Uh, we're talking about a time of 57 AD, 57 years after the, the death of Jesus Christ being crucified on the cross. And, and it just so happened that in 70, uh, AD 70, uh, Nero... Uh, was having problems with their Jewish people and and uh, had a, he he burned a portion of his city and then blamed it on the Christians and the persecution of the Christian church uh, has been going on ever since and Jerusalem was destroyed and they fled and uh, the people were everywhere the Jews were everywhere and in uh, the church split up but. What happened was is that it was good for the church uh, to split away from the temple uh, because it put them in their on their own. They didn't they didn't need to be supported uh, by the Jewish temple and the Pharisees and uh, Sadducees. They had they was able to succeed on their own and survive in small uh, home churches, right? Home groups and. And, uh, and meeting in areas where people would gather together and share the gospel and have communion and, and be with one another. And that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ was all about, to pro proclaim the kingdom of God to, to everyone and their salvation through the Son, Jesus Christ. That's the end of uh, chapter 15 of Romans. Uh, next week we'll be going through the last chapter of Romans, which is, Chapter 16, and I, I think we'll um, we'll be able to uh, uh, finish it all. Uh, we'll finish it all next week, uh, God willing. 
Um, but it's been a it's been a great study. It's been a great study. We went verse by verse, chapter by chapter, explaining as much as I can, um, explaining as much as um, uh, uh, I, I could about it. Um, uh, there's so much to to learn and to dig into, right? Um, you just can't do it all in 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 thirty something minutes. But hey, you know what? It's it's all good. So hey, we're gonna pray for some people now. If you have any prayer requests out there, uh, you know, just just chime it in right now. Type it in. Let me know. Uh, I, I I got a. I'm, I'm doing a, a wedding this weekend, um, and it's a it's a a couple from. From that I know from the family here in El Paso, Texas, and so we're we're gonna pray for them uh, and their wedding day. Amen. Uh, we're gonna pray for uh, Cynthia Howard and, his, and her family. Uh, Cynthia is a member of our church here in LifeGate Church, located at one zero five 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 Edgemere, El Paso, Texas. So if you're ever in the area and you wanna come visit, you're more than welcome. Uh, uh, we'll be praying for her and her family has uh, COVID. Um, you know, this COVID disease, is, 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 this pandemic is, we're over 500,000 people, man. Uh, that's, that's a lot of people who have succumbed to this pandemic. Uh, that's more than World War I and World War II put together, okay? Um, and, and you know what? Just like they said last year about this time, right? Uh, spring was coming, and they said what? Like in 2020, in the wintertime, it's going to get worse. And you know what? <clears throat> because our immune systems drop, and right now the summer's coming, and we're going to be all hot and bothered about wearing masks, and people are going to still think that it's okay. People are going to start getting vaccinations, and then they're going to start thinking that we don't need to wear masks, and we don't need to be distanced from each other, but, but we need to continue to still do what the CDC recommends, and that's to uh, wash your hands, Maintain your distance, wear a mask, have hand sanitizer, um, stick around with only your family that you have at home. Don't be running all around the place trying to visit everybody uh, just because you got your COVID shot. Um, uh, we have um, full and complete healing in the name of Jesus for, for uh, Cynthia and her family. So we're going to pray now for uh, Lucy and Danny that they're going to be getting married. Uh, and we're going to pray. Any other prayer requests? All right. So let's pray. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just come before you. We thank you, Father, for this time that we had, uh, this live session on Facebook and podcast, Father. And Father, I pray that the word will sink into everyone's heart and minds, Father God, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father God. Right now we pray for Cynthia and her family, Father God. We pray because they have the COVID uh, uh, virus, Father God. I don't know the extent of their illness, Father God, but we just pray healing in the name of Jesus Christ to that household. Every name of Jesus, everything that's in, in that household, every disease, every infirmity, uh, fever, running nose, aches, pains, uh, be gone in the name of Jesus. Father, we just pray for healing over that household, from the rooftops to the foundations of the floor, to every person in that household, from their head down to their toes, Father God. We proclaim healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying for the wedding this weekend, Father God, for Lucy and Danny, Father God. We pray that joining two families together, Father, that they would be uh, in blessed matrimony, Father God, that they would 
uh, seek you first in all of their doings, Father God. Especially when it comes to the, having a home together, Father God. We pray that you'll always be with them, guide them, love them, and watch over them. And keep their marriages after this weekend safe and in your arms. Amen. Um, my wife is asking to pray for all our Paso. May God cover us and protect us from any illnesses that try to overcome us. Yes. Let's pray for our soldiers and first responders. <clears throat> Father God, we pray for our soldiers, uh, those here who are domestic and those who are overseas, uh, here in our country, Father God, and uh, our shores that are safe. And Father, we pray for those who are, are abroad, Father God, in, in foreign countries, Lord, and those na sailors who are out in the seas, Father God, and those soldiers who are in Afghanistan and Iran, in Iraq and Kuwait, Father God, and Poland, Germany, Father God, and we just pray that you be with each single one of them, Father God. And Father, we pray uh, for our state of Texas, Father God, for all those who have suffered through this winter a storm that we had last week. The people are still suffering, and now they're receiving bills that are uh, outrageously uh, a large amount of money that they're owing, like $10,000 or $14,000 for an electric bill. Father, we pray that there's there's a way to overcome all this, Father God. We pray that, that we bring uh, healing to this land to restore lights and uh, the power, restore uh, clean water, uh, to restore the heating systems and people be able to repair their homes. Father, we pray for El Paso, that, your, that the Holy Spirit moves through this land, Father God, and bring acknowledgement of who you are and they get to know you in a mighty way, in the mighty name of Jesus. We just uh, pray for our church uh, pastor, uh, uh, George Russell, and his wife, Judy. Uh, we pray for our church, for blessings and the, the knowledge and wisdom that God has given our pastors to run our church. For the leaders of our church, and we pray for them. And uh, they may be, uh, continue to serve willingly with, with love for, for Jesus Christ. And to every single member in our church, um, we pray for... Uh, for everyone that's in our church, that they will be um, uh, well in this time of pandemic, and they be well in, with food and, and finances, and they be well in their homes. Father, we pray for Sylvia, Father God, Sylvia Flores from our church, and her sons, Father God. We pray that uh, blessings upon them and blessings upon their household, Father God. I'm praying for my son, Ryan Mendoza, out in Germany, Father God, that you make yourself known to him and you, that you meet his needs and make yourself known to him in a mighty special way. Father, we pray for all our children, all our grandchildren, Father God. We thank you for all that you're doing. Well, thank you very much. God bless you, each and every one of you. In Jesus Christ, amen. Well, hey, uh, thank you very much for joining us today at 915 Pastors Roundtable. God bless each and every one of you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking me out. Uh, please go to uh, the to the podcast, uh, 915 Pastors Roundtable. You, you can find it on Google, on Alexa, and uh, Spotify, and uh, uh, what's the uh, and other sites, just uh, or Buzzsprout. You go to buzzsprout.com and you'll be able to find Find it there too. Hey, Sister Griselda, how you doing? Uh, we're getting that information for you that you requested. Uh, 
Just give me some time to look it up and we'll sh we'll shoot it out to you. All right. Uh, my sister uh, is there is a. Uh, Struggling with uh, a friend who, who she is mentoring, uh, getting her off the streets, and, and they need counseling. Uh, so that's uh, that's awesome. All right. All right. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining the 915 Pastors Roundtable. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Take care. Bye. Thank you, everybody out there on now on five passes round table. Sorry, I took a little short pause there, but a uh, <clears throat> thank you for your support in supporting this podcast. Uh, you know, I, I don't look for a lot of followers. I just want to want people to know that this podcast is is for anyone new to the Christian walk. So I try to keep all my Teachings basic and simple so that you'll be able to understand at a level that's understandable. Don't like to preach people over your head. So uh, please keep tuning in. Share this with some other people, other your friends out there. You know, just shout, it's shoot, shoot them out the link to the Buzzsprout uh, podcast uh, site so that I can have uh, more followers and be able to spread the word of Jesus Christ to everyone. God bless you. Thank you very much.